Let me bring in our hypnotist, Marshall Silver. It's uh, Marshall Silver, ladies and gentlemen, the world's fastest hypnotist. Hello there. It is a most excellent day. So glad you could join us. Uh, today's show, extremely special. Lots of fun stuff. Great guest. Uh, also, gosh, what is it? $7,500 cash up for grabs. If you say the secret word, if you're brand new to the program, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to be on for about two hours. I'm going to be sharing some information with you. Some content in the first hour. In the second hour, I'll start taking your calls live into our studio. Uh, answering your questions about sex, money, power, and so much more. If you happen to stumble upon the secret word of the day held right here in this envelope with today's date on it, if you happen to say the secret word of the day, guess what? Today you win 7,500 bucks. Not too bad. Not to mention the fact that if you get on the air with me, you're automatically in the running to win 10 ounces of pure Marshall silver, silver, 10 ounces of silver, silver, and uh, your day is just getting better. So make sure you uh, grab the address, send us an email, studiomoney.info uh, forward slash live guests. And uh, when you send us an email, we'll immediately, once you filled out the form, give you a call back, let you know what's going on, see if you are suited for today's show. Very excited to be on uh, the show. Uh, today, it is President's Day. And I'm a grateful American. I'm a very grateful American and a patriot. I happen to love our country. Not a real fan of our government today, except I happen to love our country. And I also have a deep faith in God. And I believe everything happens for a reason and it serves us. And I believe that ultimately everything is going to end up perfectly because in perfect world, that's how things end up. And I also am positive finding your life less than perfect is a waste of time because it is what it is, baby. And you got to deal with what emerges. Speaking of dealing with what emerges, we had a phenomenal show on Friday. We uh, had some great content. We only had time for two guests. So we had Heather, who is scaling Mount Rainier, Heather Dunlop. And we also had Brian O'Bannon, who is a great friend of the program. They're both great friends of the program. Brian has been a member of the Inner Circle for a number of years, done some extremely amazing things, top salesperson for Morton Buildings, and so much more. Here's the deal. We At the end of the show, we will have you vote on who you thought our best guest was. And we will go through social media. My team will count up the votes and ultimately let us know who the winner of the silver bar was. On Friday, the winner of the silver bar was Heather Dunlop. You won 10 ounces of pure Marshall silver, silver. Nice, beautiful silver bar that we had minted. These things are great. Not only are they about $300 worth of silver at a $30 spot price, of course. But since silver is going up, it's going to be worth infinitely more as time goes by. Not to mention the fact that it is a collector's item. An extremely limited amount of these bars have been made. I see everybody's active in the chat. 
Uh, let me see what's going on over here in the chat. Lovely. All good stuff. Hey, uh, by the way, I'm reporting in. Uh, when we started the show, I was at two above 250. Stepped on the scale today. I am at 245. So we are taking it off. <laughs> I realized we we're one full week into the program. That's only about eight pounds, except I'm a happy camper. Switched up some pretty major things, taking the fat off our body. You know, I think sometimes that's the key, that what you want is in a place you haven't looked. And bottom line, if you're not getting the result that you want in any era of your life, if your relationships aren't good, you got to change up. If you are not making the money that you want to make, you got to change up. If you are not joyful pretty much every single day, you got to change up because in order for things to change, you must change. The world is not going to change. It is going to remain the same. Yeah, I see uh, Heather saying, woo, woo. Yeah, way to go, girl. Good job. I love Brian's call, by the way, and I happen to love Brian very much, but uh, apparently you were more interesting. And I, I think that you, uh, you know, kind of slid into that. You slid into that by being a uh, adventurer headed to uh, Mount Rainier, climbing to the top. What a great deal. Hey, by the way, uh, I'm excited for you. I'm excited uh, for everybody watching today. But I'm especially excited about that idea. You know, when I was single, I had gone, I'd been married twice to two women that weren't supposed to be my wives, clearly. And I had dated a lot of girls. I mean, look at me. I've got hypnosis going for me. That's uh, an unfair advantage. I'm rich. I'm handsome. I'm funny. I'm extremely humble. So I dated a lot of girls and I was not happy. And I reached the point of exhaustion. And I finally told God, because I had a very specific type of woman that I was attracted to. Blonde hair, blue eyes, and very large blue eyes. And because I was attracted to a particular physical type, ultimately, I kept shooting myself in the foot. And finally, one, gay, one day, one gay, that, that's an option too, but could have multiplied my opportunities by 100%. But one day, I said to God, I am exhausted. And I just want you to help me out. Give me an insight of what I'm doing wrong. And I got a clear message. And the message was, how about you find someone with no drama? How about you lose any expectation of how this person shows up physically and just look for somebody who's kind? Let's start with that element. And so that's what I did. I asked God, I said, God, give me someone kind, no drama. I don't want to do drama anymore. I'm done. And I met the most remarkable human being. I met somebody who's no drama. She's kind. And as you guys who have checked out my show in the past, or if you're going forward, get used to it, man. I'm going to talk about Erica a lot because when your relationship is going well, everything is really easy. And when your relationship is not going well, everything is hell, impossible, really hard. So I want to just put out into the universe again today that there's four areas of your life that you got to think about. And in this, in this order, by the way, number one is your mind. Got to get your mind on straight. You must create total control of your thoughts and emotions, which is part of the reason that I'm doing this, this show. Uh, when you come on the air today, not only do you have a chance to win $7,500 cash if you say the word of the day, uh, you also have a chance, if you're the most popular call of the day, to win 10 ounces of pure silver. But you also, more than all of that, can get coaching from me that I normally would charge $60,000 for a one-on-one -on -one private coaching session. So you get a chance to have all of that. Uh, my family and I, we like adventures and we had planned to go to 
the what's now called Safari Land, used to be called the San Diego Wild Animal Park, uh, over the weekend. We got some good rain over the weekend, though, and I, I, I'm not fond of the Wild Animal Park when it's raining because it's rather dusty, and so it's pretty much mud everywhere. But we went there, and I was chatting with the trainer. The zoo is great, too, by the way. If you're not from San Diego, San Diego Zoo is one of the finest zoos in the world, bar none. And it's remarkable. You know, I, I happen to like the primates. I, I happen to be fond of the monkeys. And uh, I remember one time we were watching the monkeys and this monkey was just being silly and fun and sweet. And uh, I was watching them actually through a glass wall. And there was, by the way, if you've got kids, go ahead and cover their ears now. There was this female monkey that was sitting right by the glass on the other side of the glass. And she was eating an apple. And she's eating the apple and she was kind of staring at me, just eating her apple, looking me square in the eyes. And then all of a sudden I saw another monkey that I came to find out was a male running across the enclosure, runs up to the female, throws her on her back and starts humping her missionary style. And uh, the female monkey, while she's it being intimate, is just eating her apple like nothing's going on. The male monkey grabs her, flips her over, puts her on her knees, continues his business, and she just keeps eating her apple. And I'm thinking, what a lucky monkey. What a lucky monkey. At any rate, <laughs> we got a great show for you today. We have uh, the wolf of real estate investing with us today, Chuck Smith, out of, oh, I think out of Chicago, I think out of Illinois. We'll find out in a moment. But Chuck has flipped over 4,000 homes. He is a retired cop. We love police officers here on this show. We are a fan of law enforcement. So without any further ado, I would like to welcome the self-proclaimed, by the way, and we all are, pretty much, Wolf of Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the Marshall Silver Live Show, Chuck Smith. Chuck, welcome home. Thank you for having me. It's an honor, Marshall. So, Chuck, where are you located? I'm actually in Cleveland, Ohio. We were just in Cleveland. You should have called me. Yeah, we were just in Cleveland. We just did a turning point there, and we had a phenomenal time. Our next turning point is coming up in Las Vegas in March. So, Chuck, you uh, used to be a police officer. Where were you a police officer? Cleveland, Ohio. And, and I've got a really interesting story about police officers in Cleveland, Ohio. So before we get started, I want to share this story with you. My family was driving from Michigan. And we were in a station wagon hauling a trailer behind us. The trailer's tires were too tiny and they were blown out every few hundred miles. And in the middle of the night on an extremely rainy uh, night in Cleveland, Ohio, our van blew a tire. And we blew the tire. We were unable to get completely off the freeway. And so a cop pulled up behind us and the cop, uh, told us we have to pull off the freeway. My mom said, we've got flat tire. We're concerned you're going to destroy the axle. But the cop very gruffly said, you got to pull off the road. You're going to cause an accident. You're going to get hurt. The tires, the axle is going to be the least of your concerns. So we pulled off the side of the road. And mind you, I'm 14 years old, but I'm the man of the trip. So my mom, me, my three younger siblings, and the cop was, was, was not being friendly. I could tell he was just frustrated that he had to deal with this inconvenience in the middle of the night. And so he took my mom, left the kids in the car, took my mom to go see if she could find a tire. It's late at night. Everything's closed. No tire available. 
So he brings my mom back and he says, I'll give you a ride to a motel. My mom said, we don't really have the money for a motel. We're just going to sleep in the car. The cops said, you can't sleep in the car. And so he took us to his house. My mom, myself, my three siblings took us to his house, fed us dinner, let us spend the night there, took showers, which is the first shower we'd had in a couple of days, to, uh, all at his home overnight before he wow. got us back on the road. So I just wanted to say uh, Cleveland, Ohio and law enforcement, all good by me. Let's talk about flipping houses. How long you been in the real estate game? I've been in the uh, real estate game 24 years. I was a cop in, uh, with the Cleveland Police Department, and uh, I found that uh, with four kids, a family of six, it was extremely difficult to support a family on that salary. So I started looking around. I looked at real estate. I went to a few seminars, which most of them were very good, but uh, when I got into the real estate flipping game, I noticed that there were, you know, some things worked for me very well, some things didn't work. So I started to write down why they worked, why they didn't work. I took copious notes and uh, developed my own system. Which, uh, you know, in the heyday, uh, I was flipping anywhere from 10 to 12 houses per month, which is a lot, which is how I got to uh, the 4,000 houses flipped uh, arena. Yeah, that, that's a lot. Even at 120, 000, 120 houses a year, 4,000 is a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, I started doing it out of my own home. I decided I was going to rent an office, which which was a big mistake because you don't need an office. Because when you, when you want to see a house, you go to the house. When you meet a contractor, you meet a contractor at the house, and right. so on. So that's how it's true. You, you don't you don't need an office. In fact, if anything, that the scamdemic showed us when everybody went home and worked from home is that most people don't, don't need an office. Yeah. And, and a few of the things I do not teach are landlording and buying pre foreclosures because I cannot tell you how many, I don't know if you remember back during the pandemic, they had a uh, moratorium on, uh, evicting people for non-payment of rent. And I, yep. can't I can't tell you how many houses I bought from people that, uh, you know, landlords couldn't make the nut. They couldn't pay the rent. So that's where I am today. And uh, I don't know at what point you want to talk about it, but I want to tell you how you changed my life. Um, yeah, let's let's start with that. How did I change your life? Well, once I developed my own system of real estate, uh, people were calling me constantly. They're like, uh, "Can you teach me how to do this?" So, one of the first seminars I went to was your seminar on seminars, and. Uh, I learned so many things from you. A lot of 
a lot of and people. When, when was this? Oh my God, this was uh, twenty-three years ago. And you had around some, two thousand. Yeah, so you had some. Have very you always kind of, lived in Ohio? Yeah, unfortunately, but you know, all my kids live here. Uh, I have a. I've been blessed with a wonderful business that. Uh, you know, literally changed my life. I walked away from law enforcement. And uh, the only reason I'm still in Cleveland, Ohio, and I own a condo in Myrtle Beach. I go there every now and then. But the only reason I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, is all my kids are here. And I can't well, live. I cannot live without seeing my kids. I have a granddaughter now. So that's why I'm still in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad this seminar has had so much impact. How are, you know, obviously 4,000 properties, that's a lot. Yeah. How are yeah, You mentioned something about your strategy. How are your strategies different than any other real estate investor? Well, the easiest way to put it is uh, what, what my system teaches, it works. It's from the street, from like when I was a street cop, you know, uh, that's how, that's how my system developed because when something worked, I wrote it down. When something did not work, I wrote that down too. And that's literally how my system came about. And I, I just started flipping properties. When I left the police, Cleveland police force over 24 years ago, I, uh, I just, went haywire i mean i had a system going i had i was cranking out anywhere from 10 to 12 houses per month and my system uh covers a lot of uh what works in the real world i've trained under some of the best people out there like ronald grand he endorses my system great guy and uh I basically, I basically teach everything that you can do to flip properties. And that's anywhere from contract assignment, where you put a property under contract, you have what's called an equitable, equitable interest, interest in the property, and then you can then sell your position in the property. And that includes even bank-owned property properties that where they say in the contract this contract is not assignable well by accident i found out that you could that you could do that by using just a just a different uh llc or corporation i teach private lending uh i give my students a business plan that i use to raise close to $60 million today from private lenders who fund my deals. And then I split it with them 50%, you know, 50-50. I teach luxury homes. Uh, I don't know if you get a copy of that check where I uh, did a luxury home deal where I made $183,000 on one deal. So, Basically, it it works. It works in the real world. Very and cool. 
you know, when I had the honor of <clears throat> meeting you and coming to your seminar and seminars, uh, I had never done a seminar before. And you went around the room and you had everybody stand up and talk about, you know, what they do and what they teach. And you were kind enough. You, I'm sure you don't remember this because it was so long ago. You were kind enough to take me off to the side and say, Chuck, you have to teach this system to as many people as you can because you can change people's lives. Most people... Most people's problems are money problems. That's probably the number one reason for divorce is that uh, they don't have enough money. Yeah, I would agree. Money, money most certainly does cure most things. What do? What's your process? So, are you actively doing seminars right now? I haven't done a seminar in years. I've got one coming up in uh, September. Uh, I mostly do right now. I've been doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching with students. Uh, very cool. Uh, and I do mean, you have any digital, do you have any digital downloads that you, that you, you give to people kind of as an introduction? Oh yeah. I have, uh, anybody comes into my coaching program or comes into, to my seminar, they get everything, every manual. I think there's like seven manuals. And they also get uh, an audio version of me teaching them personally. So when they come to me, they have a complete understanding of where we're going to start from and where we're going to go. But you said that you're you're not doing any any seminars until September of this year. Right. Got it. Cool. Uh, how do people find out more information from you? You can go to my website, uh, chucksmithsystems.com. Awesome. And uh, you're going to see, unlike, you know, and I don't, I don't like to bash gurus, you know, real estate gurus, but unlike uh, some, you ever hear the term baby born guru? They I've do what? Yeah, they, they do like two or three deals, and all of a sudden they're teaching it. Uh, I have, I have video testimonials going back twenty four years of students who have taken my seminars or even taken my courses, and uh, they produce checks, and okay. we show it all on there. And I mean, I've trained medical doctors, lawyers. Uh, I even had one student, uh, he was in federal prison and uh, turned out, but turned out to be a great guy. He, you know, it, oh. he did, he did something illegal. He did his time. He had to get per, uh, permission from the uh, judge, his parole officer who contacted me personally and uh, he came to my seminar and he made $10,000 within a few weeks. Well, that's, that's a lot of cigarettes in prison. Yeah. And, you know, what's weird is uh, I wrote a book back in 2003 
called From Cop to CEO, and it was the most widely read book in prison. It was getting passed around. I, I'm glad I wasn't getting passed around, but the book was getting passed around. <laughs> Little joke there. Yeah. So uh, uh, ChuckSmithSystems.com is where they can go to find out more about you. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you taking time out on a very uh, wet day in Southern California to be with us. And and uh, for all things real estate oriented, ChuckSmithSystems.com is a place to go. Appreciate you. Enjoy the show. And I look forward to uh, seeing you in person at a turning point. Oh, yeah. You're going to see me uh, big time. Awesome. Are you still Are you still doing the... Uh... Seminar on seminars? We still do speaker training. In fact, we have a very powerful program called MVP, which is Massive Volume Presentations, which is a remote course, actually. Uh, and then the in-person course we teach is a two-day training called Crush It from the Stage or Platform. Because I, wanna, I want everybody to know that, uh, you know, prior to your training, I had spoken maybe to 100 people at most. Next thing I know, the learning annex put me in front of 25,000 people. Which event did you do? Uh, I did the one on luxury homes. Yeah, but which which city did you do? Because I, oh, I worked with them all. It, it, it was in uh, New York City, the Jacob Javits Center. And we had uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I know I, I spoke. I was on stage right before Donald Trump at the Javits Center. Wow. And you didn't smile at me. I didn't even know you were there. <laughs> I knew He's that uh, Robert Kiyosaki was there. Steve uh, yeah. Scott Steele was there. Yeah. Trump was there for sure. But uh, I can remember some words you told me. I, I said, man, I can't. I can't speak in front of that many people, 20,000. You said, go out there and be yourself. Be authentic. Yeah. You know, that and i like great advice. Hey, I appreciate you being here. Uh, I've got to jump. I've got a whole bunch of guests uh, to, to jump to. Thanks for being on the show, and I look forward to seeing you at a speaker training real soon. Thank you. Take care, brother. It's been an honor. Thank it is the 19th of February, and uh, if you want to get on the air with me and chat as a guest and potentially win $7,500, that's a lot. All you got to do is go to studiomoney.info forward slash live guests, that's plural with an S, uh, and we'll get you on the air. I'm going to dive into the live calls soon because I know my uh, team is telling me we got a whole bunch of people trying to get on the air, and they want to make sure we have time for everybody. Uh, yesterday's winner of the 10 ounces of silver, excuse me, Friday's winner of the 10 ounces of silver was Heather. Uh, today, the first person up uh, in the competition to win, Herb Culp. Herb Culp, you are live on the air. Welcome home. How you doing, brother? Thank you, Marshall, so much for inviting me on the show. Well, and you got a cup of coffee behind you. I like my coffee first thing. <laughs> Great things happen over a cup of coffee. Yes, for sure. And I am your student that you never met. I go, I've gone through some of your um, online trainings. Good. I've, I go to sleep at night a lot, listening to your YouTube videos. I've learned so much just listening to you. 
Where yeah. are you calling in from? Uh, Emory, Texas, near Dallas. I noticed the slight twang, so awesome. Welcome, Texas. <laughs> Thank you so much. So I noticed your company is CEOsVision.com. What do, what do you do? We help business owners and CEOs connect with their team. Right? A shared vision, a signature vision is what we call it. So you're a business coach? Yes. What type yes. of clients do you uh, do you have? Uh, business owners and CEOs. Anyone? Any, any particular v, uh, vertical that your clients come from? Like, are they all roofers or chiropractors? Well, or? Yeah, my background is uh, manufacturing. Um, I coach a lot of other businesses as well. So, yeah, that's what we do. Very cool. And how long have you been in business? In this business, less than a year. I just made the transition from uh, the manufacturing business that I started, uh, co-founded. And yeah, yeah. So what was the product that you were manufacturing? It was uh, architectural metals. Uh, for example, if you pull up to the Lovefield Airport in Dallas, uh, the screen wall, that's something we installed, the white perforated metal on the new parking garage on the right as you pull up, uh, the brown aluminum fence over the bridges across LBJ Expressway, that's another thing we did. We built all those uh, fences. Yeah, just a couple items in Dallas. I love it. So what's your question today? My question is how to increase my confidence, self-confidence, because I just, I learned so much about you and your absolute certainty. How can I have more of that? That's a good question. I, I tell everybody that's wanting to have more certainty in their life that certainty, first and foremost, is a choice. And as simple as that sounds, it really is just a choice of saying, I'm going to focus on one area versus another. You're in a brand new business. You have uh, changed professions. And there's a lot of, no matter how much you want to do it, there's a lot of fear involved still. And on a regular basis, you got to ask yourself, you know, what is it that I need to learn here? Because there's something that people need to learn to cause them to be better at what they do. You know, we're doing this broadcast and I intentionally wanted it to be extremely raw. If you take a look at Mr. Beast's first videos or you take a look even at Joe Rogan's first videos, they're just OK. They're not even good. They're just OK. And and so I'm greatly encouraged. I just saw yesterday a report that Mr. Beast is doing about 85 million net per oh, year. Wow. 85 million net. That means after he spends all the money that he spends because he's spends a lot of money on his productions, he's still got 85 million net in his pocket. He was offered $1 billion to buy the Mr. Beast brand. And he said, no, I, I don't want to sell it. And they asked him, what would you sell it for? And he just threw a number out. He said, 2 billion. He's going to get 2 billion for the brand eventually. You know, he's going to become tired of it after a certain amount of time. And he's going to get a couple billion dollars. So how do we create more confidence? 
We create more confidence, number one, by choosing, by going inside and determining that our own self-esteem is valuable and that we are a gift to the planet. And self-esteem and confidence is all created by changing the conversation that's going on in our heads. And the biggest challenge for people is they have this thing. You know, we've got 7,500 bucks up for grabs today. And I would think that would be enough to at least make people pay a little bit of attention. I don't know about you. If somebody came up to me and handed me $7,500 today, it would make a difference in my life. You know, I've made hundreds of millions of dollars, except free is my favorite word. So the uh, second thing I, I tell you is the reason people do things is they think there's a reason or a value in doing something some way. So some part of you at one point of your life, maybe as a child, maybe as you got older, things occurred where you thought it was more valuable or better for your experience or better for your survival even to not be bold, to not be confident, to not have fortitude. And it, it's kind of like one of those things where your parents said, you know, don't show off in front of the other kids. Don't try to pretend you're better than they are. And when my mom said that, which she did, I remember as a kid saying, but mom, I am better than they are. And my mom said, oh, you can't, yes, you are, but you can't tell them that. And I was five years old when that happened, and I could never figure out why am I not supposed to tell them I'm better than they are? It's clear. Look at us. You know, I'm excelling. They're barely getting by. It's clear. They know it, too. And I realized that part of that challenge is the distinction between cockiness and confidence. Confidence allows for greatness in other people. Cockiness does not. And so when I'm confident... I am showing off my skill set without knocking anybody else's skill set. You know, I, I'm not a fan of people who consistently, I mean, if you have an opinion on somebody, I get that. If every single time we talk about anybody, you have an opinion on that person, it lets me know the person you're insecure and, and otherwise you don't need to attack other people. So, so back to it, what is it you want confidence for? That's a great question. And, Talking about my childhood, it makes me think about, so my dad passed when I was 18 years old, and uh, there was something that I really noticed at that time. So <clears throat> before he passed, I my friends, whoever, they would ask, like, do you want to do something with us? Would you like to go do whatever? And I'm like, let me ask my dad. And that's what I did every time. And when he was gone they kept asking the same questions and then i didn't know what to say it was like um all i had to say was something like well you know i, I don't want to today right but i made up things to try to cover up i think my self-confidence just looking back on it and why did i make up these little lies right like it like uh, to try to make myself look good to cover myself up, right? If I didn't want to go. Yeah. And now I, all I could have said was, I don't, it don't work today. Maybe next time something yeah, simple. Not, but not I'm not interested. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. And I made, found myself making up these, these little lies or whatever, right? Just to cover it up. Right. 
like it wasn't my fault that we're not that I didn't want to go. And so back to your your question, that just reminded me of something that I've thought about a lot. And so you you asked me, how do I become more certain? How do I become more confident? There's got to be a reason you want more confidence or certainty. And there's got to be something you believe would occur when you have that. So what is it that you want to have happen? What is it you want to occur? Oh, I want to. I want people to know that they're getting the real thing when I talk to them, when I help them with their their business. Right. When I I want to help them prepare them for investors in their company, because that's something that I wanted early on in a previous business. I started I wanted investors or partners but I didn't know where to get it or how to get, how to, how to get that thing I wanted. And so I want people to know that I have the resources to help them find that thing. Is that, so does that really require confidence? Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, it's a good thought. I'm not sure where confidence falls into all of that. It's part of the challenge is anything we want outside of ourselves is really hard to control. Uh, when I teach people how to reprogram their own subconscious minds, we have what are called rules of the mind. And I've identified the 12 primary rules of the mind. Uh, and I want to give you three, the three top rules of the mind, because it'll be helpful to you. This is the way we speak to ourselves, how we program ourselves, how we transform ourselves. First and foremost, we seek a positive transformation. We can never program, we can never get what we want by programming the negative thing. In other words, I'm taking off fat right now. I'm becoming more slender. And I cannot become slender by saying I'm not fat because that puts an emphasis on fat. I am slender, I am losing fat every day, I'm becoming more slender every day is a different kind of program. So we wanna program in a positive tense, we wanna program and focus on what we want rather than what we don't want. Second, we wanna program uh, something that's personal. In other words, not how people respond to me, how I respond to people. Not, Not how the world conducts itself, how I conduct myself in the world. God, not, you know, let me be skinny. No, God, show me the better choices to make for food and for exercise and the things that would create fitness in my body. Uh, This morning I woke up, as I always do, got up early, went outside, took a soak in the spa, in, in the jacuzzi, and it's always great. This morning it was raining in San Diego and I got up to go do my soak, and it was a cold rain. It was a very cold rain, but I got myself out there and I did that anyway. And then I came back in and I I did some journaling because right as as soon as I get out of the spa, very inspired. And I did some journaling and then I was getting prepped for the show right around nine o'clock. And I was sitting at my desk and ready for the show. And all of a sudden I smelled bacon. I smelled bacon. And I am not eating till after my show. That's one of the ways that I'm taking the fat off is the show is forcing me into Uh, intermittent fasting. And so one of the ways that I'm taking the fat off, without a doubt, in fact, if everybody just followed me and didn't eat until after the show, or if you're on the East Coast, you're three hours different, don't eat till the show starts, then I think everybody would find themselves considerably more fit. 
But the third thing, number one, it's got to be about yourself. Number two, it's got to be positive. But number three, it's got to be change now, not change I'm going to make. Not things are going to be good or next week I'm going to be better. No, I'm losing fat right now in this moment while I'm talking to you. Thank you very much. And it's present moment that we program for because tomorrow never comes. So you are a consultant, you're a coach. How are you doing for clients? That's a great question. I'm just launching my first ad uh, Facebook ad campaign this week. Very good. So and will you go after clients that are similar to your history? Will you go after people in the manufacturing sector? Yes. Yeah, because obviously yes, you know I that will. business. Yeah, you understand yeah. efficiencies in that sector. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you as a public speaker? What was that? How are you as a oh. public speaker? I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing a lot better. I'm a uh, Toastmaster, by the way, for about three, three to four years. Awesome. And so I'm getting constant uh, weekly, um, you know, speaking engagements, right? Speaking yes. practice. What do you so, charge for your coaching? It's uh, $9,800 uh, for a 12-week one-on-one coaching. Yes. Do you have any kind of an introductory? Yes. Oh, I do. How much is your introductory? It's uh, $2,800 for only for the online online courses. It's a school.com based platform. And so anyone for $2,800 can have access to the online courses, which are being added and developed every every day and every week but there's a lot of there's everything there you need good yeah. so they're not there yet yeah yeah it's available. oh yes yes it is okay so your digital it's products there. are already there yes yes they are when I teach people how to make money as speakers or coaches or authors or consultants, one of the things that I tell them is that the big bucks are available live. That does not mean okay. you can't make millions of dollars in the digital space. You can. And there's a whole lot of people doing it right now. The really big bucks, we're talking million plus dollar weekends, are going to happen in a live environment. Here's the reason. There is a comfort level people have in investing in a digital realm, meaning there's a dollar amount they'll go up to on a digital realm that they they uh, there's a dollar amount they won't go up to in a digital realm that they'll go up to in a live realm. That makes sense to you? Yeah, yes, it does. It's just, it's a level of confidence. It's a level of connectedness. So we do at our live events, on average, our sales are anywhere from $10,000 to about $20,000 per head of people that come to our live events, which oh, is wow. substantially higher than most of the marketplace except we know how to crush it from the screen or from the stage live. And there's some very specific processes. So for you, what I would recommend are three things to help really get this training and coaching and, and speaking career going. First and foremost, we've got to figure out what is your complimentary content. Okay. What, what, what do you have something that you give away for free right now? I, you don't, I do. 
No, <laughs> not ready. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. fine if it's not ready. Bear in mind, you want something. And, and I, I want to give you another insight that we've experienced, because, again, I've been doing this a long time, and that is do an audio or a video, preferably an audio. And here's why you want to do an audio. The audio versus a, a PDF or some kind of a report, written report, has a higher perceived value. Okay. The audio is also easier to digest than a video. All they got to do is download the audio. They can listen while they're on the Stairmaster or doing their cardio exercise. The other thing about the audio is that you can also create it, as we do with our audios, in such a way that listening to the audio not only teaches content, because of the language patterns involved, it literally reprograms somebody on a subconscious level. So we have an audio, and the reason I'm describing this is, is we do this with a, a video called uh, I Am a Millionaire, and it reprograms people on a subconscious level to think the thoughts that a millionaire thinks, so they'll do what a millionaire does, so they'll produce a similar result. That audio, by the way, everybody watches. What's that? I listened to that many times. Thank Good. you. Well, if you listen to it, you probably got it at IamTheNextMultimillionaire.com. That's where you get that free video, IamTheNextMultimillionaire.com. You can get that free audio. When you go there, though, we're going to make an offer. After we give you the free audio, we're going to make a what, what's called a tripwire offer. The tripwire offer is minor. can be anywhere. I've seen them down to at 5 bucks. generally speaking, up to about $49, less than 50 bucks. But we're going to make a tripwire offer just to see, are you just a freebie kind of person or are you somebody that would actually invest a little bit of money on your own behalf? So once I have a free preview, here's the other two things that I want you to be sure you have in your arsenal. The second is what we call a fulfillment. What is a fulfillment? A fulfillment is a broader base of your knowledge. It, when we do it live, I recommend to people that it is two and a half days, 2.5 days, and that it's two full days followed by a half day rather than a half day followed by two full days, which usually would make more sense. You know, uh, evening on Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. The challenge with doing the half day on Friday and all day Saturday and all day Sunday is that people are just getting in on Friday and sometimes they'll miss the first part of your seminar, which generally speaking is the is the most important part of your, your learning experience because it's setting people up with the proper frame. So if you do half a day on the first day, you miss people. If you do a full day on your last day of that fulfillment, that two and a half day fulfillment, what happens is people plan their flight out in the afternoon on the third day. So they end up missing part of the third day anyway. By reversing it, doing two full days and then a half day, which is the model we use, we wrap up on that third day, half a day through, which puts people in what we call a pattern interrupt. What's a pattern interrupt? They're, they feel out of sorts. Their environment has changed, their world's changed. And in this instance, what it does is we end it abruptly at about 12.30 on that third day and people are dissatisfied, intentionally dissatisfied. It's kind of like going on a really, really good date that ends too soon. And, and while you know we normally would think we don't wanna leave people dissatisfied, you do. If you're selling something else, you do want to leave them dissatisfied because if you leave them completely satisfied in your fulfillment, they will never move towards the third thing I want you to create that sounds like you may already have it to a degree, and that's called your ascension. What is your ascension? 
Your ascension is that big ticket that they buy that ends up being the mainstay of your revenue. You have a $9,800 12-week coaching program. That could be your ascension. I want to I wanna put a little more insight into you here, which, by the way, Herb, this is everything I would give you if we did a one-on-one $60,000 session at my home. So I, I want to be sure, and I see you're taking notes, and I'm proud of you. I also want you to sincerely consider letting us train you as a speaker because all of this that I'm giving you is the foundation of you having your first multi-multi-million dollar year as a speaker. The third thing is your ascension. Your ascension, some people might call it your big ticket. Uh, the challenge that I see right off the bat with your $9,800 12-week program is there are three major pieces of resistance a person will have before they buy. Three major pieces of resistance. One is money. Do I have the financial resource to invest in the thing you're offering me? The second thing, though, in the or- in this order is time. Do I have time to do this? So the moment you tell me it's 12 weeks, I know not only do I have to write you a check for 9800 bucks, I also have to commit to 12 weeks. And frankly, on an insecure person, that's more to overcome than the 9800 bucks. So if you had, you can still keep the $9,800 12-week program. I would recommend you take that 12-week program and you condense it down to two and a half days. Oh. That you offer a lot, and maybe you teach it twice a year, but you offer it live. I'm one of those people, if I buy something digital, and I have, unfortunately, I don't get to it. If it's a live program that I'm committed to, I get to it. And then I have other people there that help me stay committed. And then finally, your ascension of that 9,800 bucks is decent. But if you're any good at what you do, and you, you, if I buy your, your $2,800 product, which, by the way, that fulfillment, in my experience, should be less than two grand. Anywhere from 500 bucks to 1995 is where that that fulfillment should be. Uh, 28 starting to press, and you're gonna you're gonna lose some sales at 2800, especially if they've never bought anything else from you. You've got to give them a lower price point because they've got to know, like, and trust you. Yeah. And then finally, that ascension, in my experience, should be minimum 20k, and ideally somewhere around the 40 or 50 or 60 thousand dollar mark. Anybody that will invest 10K almost certainly will invest 20. Anybody that will invest 20 almost certainly, if they believe in you at that level, will invest anywhere 30, 40, 50, 60 thousand dollars. No matter how much we have bumped our ascensions, we've never really seen a distinction or a drop off in uh, customers or gross dollars sold. Because anytime you bump, yeah, you may have a couple less customers, except they all paid more. And here's the final caveat on all this. My experience has been the more someone invests in you for their training, the more committed they are to their own success. So you'll have headaches with people that are paying 50 bucks or even 500 bucks that you will never have with somebody that invested 50K. Because when you put a number of people in a room that all invested 50K, the moment somebody's disruptive, everybody else says, knock it off. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So you're getting me out of my comfort zone. I am. And yeah. except that's what you want. That's why you called into this show. Yes. Yes. I'm your raving fan. If you didn't know. Yeah. How did you find out about me? 
That's a great question. I think it popped up on my uh, YouTube because I search these types of things, right? And I think it did. It was probably a year or two ago. I first uh, saw some videos on YouTube and I'm just sitting there falling asleep listening to them, right? (laughs) Yeah. Story of my life. Yeah. You changed my life and didn't even know it. Good. Yeah. So you've not been to Turning Point before. Correct. Have not. Wow. Well, you know, right after uh, this call, actually, well, we're getting the other calls lined up. By the way, if you want to be on the air with me and ask me a question like Herb has, uh, contact uh, us at studiomoney.info forward slash live guests. And you might win uh, 10 ounces of pure silver. If you say the secret word of the day, you might also even win 7500 bucks cash today. Uh, I want to give you two tickets to Turning Point. They're worth three grand a piece. Oh, wow. we, re- we retail them when I sell them. Uh, we discount the investment all the way, sometimes down to a thousand bucks a ticket. Uh, so very least, it's a $2,000 gift I'm going to hand you right now. And I'm going to recommend you get to Turning Point as quickly as you can. We got one coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, I think three weeks uh, in Las Vegas, the 11th, 12th, and 13th. Uh, 11th, 12th, and 13th. I want you to come out. I'm giving you the tickets for free. My uh, team is going to grab you if they haven't already talked to you. Anthony, my executive assistant, is going to let you know how you get those tickets. But Herb, come on out. Herb, come on out and... Uh, Check out Turning Point because you're going to watch everything I just gave you live. You're going to see it live and you're going to get excited and you're going to say to yourself, I can do this. Sound good to you? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. You're you're an amazing spirit. I love your energy. And I look forward to meeting you in person in Las Vegas. Me too. Awesome, brother. God bless. Yeah, you know, in fact, everybody that calls into the show today, we're going to do it this week as well. Everybody that calls into the show is going to receive two tickets to Turning Point Live. Those tickets are retail $3,000 a piece. It'll change your life forever. So before we start taking any more calls, I'm going to show you what Turning Point is so you'll know what gift you're going to receive. Make sure you get into the queue to get on the air right now. Studiomoney.info forward slash live guest. Get in the queue right now. Every single day, the queue fills up to overflowing as we enter the vault. And ultimately... We end up not being able to get to all the calls that we want to get through. So if you want to get through today, studiomoney.info forward slash live guests, they will fill out that form there. They'll call you back right away. Find out if you're indeed interesting to me, I like, and we're going to get you put on the air. So uh, we're going to go roll turning point right now, roll vault. And when we come back, we'll be in the vault where I can talk to you about the things I'm not allowed to talk about a normal social media platform. So check out turning point and then we'll see you in the vault. Turning Point, a total change in direction for the better. Who here is ready for a turning point? You absolutely have to have one, put them on. The two-day Turning Point seminar is different than any other program in that it does more than just teach you the skills for your relationships, wealth, and power. It also programs you on a subconscious level to put those skills into immediate use. This weekend is about empowerment. This weekend is about you understanding how to take charge of your own life. You will learn total control of your thoughts and emotions. How to use PND or psychoneural duplication to take on the thoughts and actions of others to produce similar results. 
whether it's losing weight, changing habits, being a millionaire. When you think what a millionaire thinks and you do what a millionaire does, you'll produce similar results. You will learn to program these powerful tools at a subconscious level for immediate and lasting results. Your conscious mind is what's called your critical factor. It's the mind you're using right now to determine whether the information I'm giving to you will work for you or not. Your subconscious mind, on the other hand, is merely a computer. It's non-critical. It doesn't even have the ability to make judgment. So all trance, hypnosis, reprogramming is, is setting aside the critical factor of your conscious mind and non-critically accepting suggestions. And empowering. To make a fear vanish, you must experience it fully. As it helps you create your life exactly the way you want it. Bring your family closer. Find the love of your life. Create strategies for wealth. Learn irresistible influence and so much more. Because of the intimate nature of this course, seats are very limited. Register now before your life passes you by and there are no more turning points for you. Tens of thousands of people have learned this information and are using it daily. You don't get angry if you get fired from your job and you know that within two years you will be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. It's your time. There's a way for you to win this game that is different than how you're doing it. And it works. It's your life. When you learn how to do that, you become more powerful and power is for use. It's your turning point. Yes, we are in the vault. And uh, Herb, you you have a chance to win, although you did not say the secret word. We do have the secret word envelope for uh, 219. That's today in my hand. It's in my hand. We're going to open that up in a bit to see. Uh, hopefully, we're going to open it up before the end of the show to show that somebody won. Nothing I'd like more than to give away 7500 bucks. If you're brand new to the program, if no one says the secret word today, it goes up to... Another $500 to eight grand tomorrow. And it's going to keep going up till somebody wins. Eventually, somebody will win guaranteed. Hey, if you'd like to jump on the air with me, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't, you're going to receive two tickets to Turning Point, which are worth $3,000 a piece. You could potentially win 10 ounces of pure Marshall Silver Silver. Marshall Silver, pure silver, and uh, so much more. Plus, you'll get great advice. So it's all good. Uh, next call of the day, we've got Dominic uh, Cowie calling in. Welcome home, Do uh, Dominic. Uh, how are you today? Yeah, I'm great. How are you doing? How are you? You okay? I'm always I'm always awesome. Uh, it says you're a personal trainer. Where are you a personal trainer? We spoke on Monday. I don't know if you remember, but uh, in, here in Scotland. Uh, congratulations on 245. That's really well done. That's amazing. Yeah, we're doing great. I'm, feel, I'm feeling excellent. I'm not really doing anything differently other than the intermittent fasting and just paying attention to what I'm eating right now. I had two injuries in my knees, uh, and so I wasn't really able to do my normal cardio. And then uh, 
as it be, I, I also uh, pulled a muscle in my elbow mm-hmm. uh, curling weights the other day. So I was put on temporary in that. So again, intermittent right. fast. I, I think we'll start a trend and just suggest to people, if you're East Coast, don't eat till the show starts. If you're West Coast, eat till at, don't eat till after the show. But if you're in Scotland, well, what, yeah, time what, did, what time is it in Scotland? Well, I mean, I'm doing the exact same as you. I'm the, it's the diet. For the first time in my life, I've really, I'm no cheating going, okay, I'm going to pay attention to my diet. And the difference is huge. Um, I think once you accept the food as the, the ultimate thing, you can work out as hard as you want, but the diet's the one. But uh, once, once you get into it, it's easy to, to keep it up. It's just that, that routine, the, the uh, discipline. But um, Yeah, without a doubt, it's, you know, it's understanding Again, as simple as it sounds, in order for things to change, you must change. And I think that's one of the, the hardest things people don't want to accept. They want the world to change for them, and it's, it's just not like that. Once you accept that, though, it's, uh, you can really go places. Well, but, you said it, too. You just now said it as a trainer that most people don't realize your diet is more important than your exercise. Yeah. Especially I mean, if you're seeking to take the weight off. Once you have the weight off, you can eat almost anything you want once the weight off is off. If you have that balance, that calorie deficit balance going on, if you're actually, you know, eating what equals the amount of energy necessary to move that mass across the room. Well, that, so, that's it. Yeah, it's so true. Uh, last year, I was working out pretty much every day, but then I was going home and I was just eating whatever I wanted, going, oh, well, I worked out hard enough. But then once you go, no, no, just be, be honest with yourself. You know what to do. Eat right. It's insane the difference. You can see it in your muscles. You can feel it in your body. It's, it's amazing. But, uh, yeah, something to take control of. But it yeah, sounds like you you're know, doing really well with it. Yeah, I'm having fun. You know, for me, part of the challenge was in July of last year, I stopped drinking alcohol. Yeah, that's and one of the big ones. I loved my alcohol. I, I loved it. I admit it. I, I loved my tequila. I know I you. Loved, I loved my fine white wines. Yeah, tequila is uh, the only alcohol that's not a depressant, right? You said that? Yeah, I did say that. And, and yeah, oh, I didn't know that. I, by yeah. any means. Here's the thing. When I quit drinking alcohol, I had a crazy craving for sugar. Yeah, I can imagine. And I've never been one to eat a whole lot of desserts. I usually pass. And, and after I stopped drinking alcohol, man, it was all I could think. It was just constant desserts. Yeah. That I had to say is, look, this sugar, you, all you did was replace the sugar with something else. So what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. But that happens so often, doesn't it? With people stop smoking, so they start eating more or something like that. It happens so yeah. often. Yeah, and again, coming back to it, it's about figuring out, and I ask this question a lot, and I know you appreciate this, um, what if how you lived your life naturally produced the results you were seeking? In other words, I love this show. Uh, I am not getting paid to be on this show. In fact, it's costing me money to be on this show right now, except I love helping people, and I love Mm -hmm. guiding and directing people, and ultimately... Uh, do I want it to make money? Yeah, I want the show to make billions of dollars. I want it to transform uh, broadcast as we know it. Yet everything must begin. And so, you know, while we've got, you know, a limited amount of, of viewers and listeners on the show right now, over time, people will say that helped my life. In fact, well, you know for a fact that whether you can watch the show or not, if you can turn on an audio feed and just listen to the show, you'll get great value. What's your question today? Well, um, my question was, it was uh, about with your children, you know, you love helping people with, with your children. What's, what's your biggest hopes and dreams for them? 
that's really good. And, and I like talking about my kids. Yeah. I happen to think that parents are the first hypnotist their kids encounter. The yeah. Parents non-critically give their kids information. And from the time a kid is born until they're about seven or eight years old, they believe pretty much everything their parents say as true. So if their parents say, oh, making money is hard and they watch their parents fight all the time, then they assume that's reality. They assume that making money is hard. They assume that, you know, you're going to fight. Even if you love somebody, you're going to fight. I asked my boys the other day, we had a, a boy date and we were out on our boy date and I asked them, have I changed since I stopped drinking? And I didn't really think I had because I wasn't a mean drunk by any means. And they said, you're nicer. And I said, what yeah. do you mean? They said, you're just nicer. You just you, you, you were never mean, but you don't bicker like you used to bicker when you drank. And yeah. I said, I used to bicker when I drank. I thought I was pleasant. They said, yeah, you thought you were pleasant. <laughs> it's so true. No, it's so honest. true. So, so you asked about my children. What do I want from them? I, I want them to be limitless. Mm. Uh, I always wanted a clean slate. And, you know, my three babies, Sterling, Maximus, and Prosperity, I just wanted a clean slate because I know everything matters. My kids have a, an extremely healthy view of money because I have an extremely healthy view of money. They don't ask for big things. In fact, just the opposite. Uh, my son, Maximus, asked for something for his birthday. Uh, he wants an electric guitar. And uh, we haven't decided whether we're getting it for him or not, if he's watching right now. But the thing that my son said, he said, I know an electric guitar is expensive. So if it's too much, I understand. That's a great financial awareness. That's a great yeah. uh, financial. How, how old is he? He's going to turn 11 in just a few days. What is the date today? He's going to turn 11 in six days. Yeah, that's impressive. I remember when I when I was that age, I didn't really care about how much it was. I was just like, I want it, you know, because I didn't appreciate yeah. money. You've yeah. obviously told your kids to appreciate it. So the other thing, though, that, that I am positive about with my children is I'm a disciplinarian. You know, yeah. we homeschool our children because I want to be sure of what's going inside of their head. It goes beyond that, though, because I've seen other homeschooled kids that don't behave well. They don't socialize well. Yeah. And I think the other piece is parents afraid to discipline their children. There's a piece of scripture. It says, spare the rod, spoil the child. Some yeah. people think that's a directive. You need to spare the rod and spoil your child so they'll grow up well. And yeah. I think it's a warning. I think it's a warning that if you spare the rod, you're going to spoil your child. And while we don't believe in physical punishment, we don't spank. I Certainly, I spanked early on because I didn't know better. We don't spank anymore. We don't do any kind of physical punishments, except I expect my children to measure up. If I ask them a question, I expect them to answer in an audible fashion. If I ask well, a second time and I know they're within earshot and they still don't answer, you can be sure if they don't answer a second time, my third request isn't going to be pleasant. It's yeah. going to be, can you hear me? If yeah. you can hear me and you're not answering, we have a challenge. And, and so well, what I want for them is I want them to have an opinion. I want them to not kowtow or cower around me or their mother. I want them to have an opinion. And, and I want them to be willing when they have an opinion, if they're right, hold their place. And if they're wrong, to acknowledge the moment they realize they were wrong and apologize, because that's what we do. I'll be in discussions with my kids. I'll come to a point where I realize I was being unreasonable. The moment I realize that, I say, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. Forgive me. 
Yeah, well, I when think when they apologize, I apologize by saying, forgive me. That makes sense? Yeah. That makes total sense. I think it's one of those things people find. I think probably most people, once they get to like about 18 or 20, they think they know everything. And if they can't accept when they're wrong and when they are wrong, they just try and ignore it. But you don't learn anything. You don't get anywhere with that. You just stay stuck. No. And then ultimately what I want is I want my children to be involved with stuff. I, yeah. I want them to have more interest than video games. Uh, and if they're going to play video games, my preference is we find games that actually enhance their skill sets. We find something yeah. that enhance their skill sets. Uh, my children are all musicians. They all play musical instruments. The, the oldest child as of today is 12. He turns 13 this year. He and his 10 year old brother, they jam together. And sometimes my daughter will get in there too. They jam together. And I was talking about this with my sons yesterday that I'm extremely jealous of that idea of jamming together. You know, as, yeah. a, as a magician and as a hypnotist, I've always been on stage by myself. Certainly I've, I've shared the stage with my assistants as a magician, except I was directing everything. So when I watched my son and his rock and roll band, he's playing keyboard, somebody else is singing, somebody's playing the drum, somebody's playing the guitar you have to pay attention to what the other players are doing and you can't play independently. You've got to figure out how do I play in the midst of what they're doing and how mm -hmm. do I give them clues and insight? How do I dance properly with them? That is a major business skill to be able to have sensory acuity, to play well with others, to be able to lead others when they want to be led, to be able to submit to others when they seek to lead. Those are all very powerful skills. And then the final thing is because my children have a healthy understanding about money, the final thing that I want for my kids is I want my children to be of the mindset that if they want something, they don't first think, gosh, need to ask mom or dad for it. The first thing they think when they think they want something is how do I get that? Yeah. What do I do to make that happen in my life? How, surely, how do I get my parents to want to give me something? But if, if I'm not able to do that or I'm willing, how do I get my you know world to buy from me? My daughter set up a retail store in the hallway upstairs over the weekend. And she wow. had her little desk set up. She had her calculator there in case she bought additional items. She had everything priced. She had a couple free things there. So you could walk by and if you wanted something free, you could get something free. And I was so amused by it that halfway through the day, I saw her upstairs. I could see her on the balcony sitting there with her store. And she was just sitting at the counter, but she was like playing music. On, like she was beating something with her hands. And I said, honey, you know, I don't like unnecessary noise. One of my pet peeves, I don't like unnecessary noise. She said, I'm sorry, dad. A couple minutes later, I hear it again. I look up. She's got this little grin on her face. And she says, oops, I forgot. She didn't forget anything. She's just no, trying no. to get my attention to her store. So yeah, she put up one of those, it's, it's like she put up one of those big blowy things that wave their arms. She just wants to be paying attention. I said, how long yeah. are you going to be at your store today, Prosperity? She said, I'm going to be here till I sell everything. That's a good said, uh, How much for everything? She said, hold on. She pulled out her calculator and she calculated everything. She said, Daddy, it's going to be $49 for everything. I said, well, heck, if I buy everything, I should be entitled to a discount. Yeah. She said, Daddy, I'll give you a discount. I'll give it to you for 40 bucks." <laughs> I said, I tell you what, I'll offer you 30 She said, if we do the deal right now, I'll do it for 30 <laughs> That's a great businesswoman already. 
it is. I, and those are skill. Those are skill set. Kids don't naturally learn. They unless they have time. a lemonade stand, unless they hold their their garage sale. So that's the other thing is I heartily encourage my children to have entrepreneurial endeavors. Prosperity is a good example. And she's the most entrepreneurial of the three so far. I think the other mm -hmm. ones will catch on. I just yeah. think for whatever reason, her brain is wired. So she already has a jewelry brand called mm -hmm. Prosperity Style. And if you go to prosperitystyle.com, you can see Prosperity's jewelry. And if you buy jewelry for my daughter, by the way, I look at her orders every single day. I will notice your name and you will have great favor with me. I'll so, be wearing something next time, maybe a little necklace or something. <laughs> exactly. So buy the necklace, get your wife her earrings, whatever it is. Everything. The thing that I, that I love about Prosperity is, is, again, she is wired to say a phrase that would suit every adult on this broadcast right now, I should sell them something. Yeah. Sell them something. And so when all of us as entrepreneurs come back to that question, what's my business? What do I sell? then guess what? The world will be a better place. A hundred percent. That's amazing. It sounds like you, you, have, you, you have four dragons yourself, don't you? Me? No, 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 no. That's not me. I'm a uh, single, single guy, no kids. So it's a good so starting point. Guy, no kids. Uh, but, um, I'm 29. Um, you you kind of asked me to update you last week. Basically you, you told me, you know, from now on, don't say I'm going to go and study become a personal trainer, say I am a personal trainer. Um, and I want to say after that conversation, I've never been so certain in my life, so motivated. I woke up at 5 a.m. the next day. I had no no anxiety, no negative thoughts. I woke up at 5 a.m. I had to wait for the gym to open to go in. I was so pumped just for my conversation. So thank you so much for that. I, last week was honestly the best week of my life just for the conversations that we had. What do you, what do you charge for personal sessions? So uh, 35 pounds is normally yeah. like, you know, I mean, that's like, um, don't I don't have any. Don't, don't yeah. explain. When someone yeah. asks you, 35 pounds. That's it. Although there is a discount if you pay for multiple sessions in advance. Yeah, you said uh, make sure there's uh, at least three sessions because you don't want to do one session and you just come and you go, oh, that was tough. You need to, that consistent. No. You know, the entire gym model. The entire yeah. gym model is built on the idea that people won't show up at the gym. Yeah, exactly. So you need to make sure you get them committed to paying something kind of longer term. Yeah. So every single month, you know, people pay whatever dollar amount they pay. They, they might get to the gym for the first month, a little bit on the second month, but then mm -hmm. they don't go. And because the dollar amount is low enough and their intentions are great, they don't cancel. But they yeah, don't yeah, show yeah. Up either. exactly. So it works out well for them. Yeah, the gym's able to sell things they don't even have. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's amazing. It's like you said, it's the exact same. The gym I joined, it's the same thing. They gave me three sessions, and you know, I kept going, kept going. And it's a great idea, and it totally works. But um, yeah, so I, so um, I've I've done a lot since I spoke to you. Like you told me, kind of go out there, be a personal trainer. Don't say I'm gonna because I'm going to study personal training in, in the summer at college. You said start now. So I've already got, uh, you know, one potential client, uh, my mom's friend, who's like, oh, I'd love, you know, he can motivate me, train me and stuff. He wants to lose weight. I've got a, my friend, Maciek, who's a Polish guy. He's a photographer and videographer. He's going to help me out on my social media. 
And my boss's brother, he manages high-end gyms. So he's, I'm going to meet him for coffee. He's going to help me get in because it's a tight knit. And where I live in, in Glasgow, you kind of need to know people to, you know, get into the personal training game. So I've, you've inspired me so much. And it's all stuff I could have done. I could have just done it. But after speaking to you, it was like, do it. And I, I, I just feel so great at the moment. And I want to thank you so much for that, honestly. You, you are extremely welcome, man. I'm so proud of you. Good job. Thank you so much. You're doing a great job too. Thanks, man. Take care. See ya. Life is good. Yeah, Dominic is awesome. Uh, All the way from Scotland. So he's calling in from Scotland. What's your excuse? (laughs) Lisa Labasso says, is the word of the day entrepreneur? It is not. It is not. Good shot, though. By the way, I I don't like to comment on the word inside of the chat. Only because it gives too much uh, insight, too many clues. Hey, uh, if you want to go check out Prosperity Style clothing, go to prosperitystyle.shop, Marcus says. And you guys would know more than me. That might be her website, prosperitystyle.shop. Let me just take a look real quick. By the way, uh, I've got a couple spaces before the show's over already to get you on the air. So if you want to chat with me, go to Studio Money, Studio Money uh, dot info forward slash live guests and find out more. Children, they are the cornerstone of our world. And I, you know, one of my greatest desires is that kids will understand they have choices, that they will understand that they don't have to go down the same path that their friends go down, that they can decide early on that they want to be an entrepreneur. I started my own full-time, I started working full-time at 10 years old. That's 40 hours a week. I lived in Michigan and I would crawl through the muck fields for a dollar an hour, weeding the carrots and the spinach because it had to be weeded by hand because at the time there was no machine that could weed uh, carrots and spinach. The First professional gig I had as an entertainer was also at 10. I got booked to do a 30 minute show uh, for a client. I put an ad in the newspaper for 50 cents, got booked to do a show. It was $5 for a half hour show. They asked for 45 minutes. I'm no dummy, even at 10 years old. I told them, well, yeah, but that'll be 750. And I got my first booking at 10 years old professional gig. I, I, I want kids to become entrepreneurs. I have this thing that we've created. It's called the Young Entrepreneur Society, or YES for short. And the Young Entrepreneur Society teaches children how to launch their own business, whatever their business is. One of the components is I've created an illusion show for my children. It's called Kid Show. It's an illusion show by kids for kids of all ages. And the illusion show will blow your mind. You'll watch the show when you come and see it here in San Diego. You'll love it. You'll have a good time, whether you come with kids or not. You'll walk out having had a phenomenal entertainment experience. At the end of the show, though, my three children, 13, 11, and uh, 9, will come out after having done their magic and say, hey, if you love the show, and we know you did, we want to let you know if you're a kid, you don't have to wait until you're an adult to have your own business. You could have your own business right now. And if you want to learn more about having your own business, come to a meeting on Tuesday, totally free of the Young Entrepreneur Society. So we're going to teach kids because 
that's what they should be teaching kids. You know, part of our challenge, our, our traditional school system has become both a system of babysitting, of childcare, but it's also become a system of indoctrination, which is the reason, God willing, I won't let my kids uh, go to public school because the indoctrination there is so bad. That doesn't mean that school teachers aren't great. My little sister's a school teacher. She's amazing. And that doesn't mean that all school teachers are woke. The challenge is the system rewards wokeness all the way through. And because it rewards wokeness, we find more and more people responding in a woke fashion. Uh, studiomoney.info forward slash live guests. Studiomoney.info forward slash live guests is the number for you to call. So how do you deal with kids as they grow older and you're attempting to keep them on the right path? One of my favorite phrases, and this is a really uh, good strategy for parenting, is rather than say what you're about to say to your kids, a really good strategy, and this is a good strategy for a leader of a business as well. When you're talking to somebody, rather than just say what you're going to say, do what a cop does. When a cop walks up to your window, they don't say, hey, I pulled you over for speeding. What do they say? They say, do you know why I pulled you over? What's the reason they say that? Because most people in guilt will simply blurt out why they think they were pulled over, which may reveal crimes the cop didn't even notice in the first place. So when the cop says, do you know why I pulled you over? Don't say anything. Say, no, officer, I can't imagine why you pulled me over. I'm just sitting here abiding the law and doing great. Why'd you pull me over? They may let you go. Because if you definitely didn't know that you were five miles over the speed limit, they may let you go. Do the same thing with your kids. Do the same thing with your employees. Just ask this question. Do you know what I'm about to say? Do you know what I am about to say? And let them fill in the blanks. With my kids, a lot of times uh, I'll say, what am I, guys, what am I about to say? Stop running in the house. Stop throwing things in the house. Yes. Uh, or, or they're throwing a fit. I walk into the room. I say, what am I about to say? They say, oh, use your words. Just use your words. Tell me what's wrong. Well, use your words. Tell me what's wrong. We have had, you know, I've been in this business quite a while. I've been on stage since I was seven. I'm at level 61 now. I reached level 62 this year. And I have a lot of fans and friends uh, through the years. The next gentleman we're bringing on the show has definitely been a friend for years. He is from the San Diego area. Uh, normally, I see this guy. He's wearing a cowboy hat. Not today. My great friend Paul Schumann is on the air, naked from the neck up. Well, mostly naked. Paul, welcome to the show. Tommy, you're getting Paul on the show. Oh, there man. he is. <laughs> welcome. Yeah, Thank you. Um, I know we first met somewhere around 2005, 2006, in one of your enormous, enormous uh, programs that you had, like 2,000 people in the audience. Quite impressive. Yeah, that was back in the day. That, that, was, that was before I met Erica, and our audiences were a couple thousand each. Yeah, and I, remember, I, Erica, I remember when you met Erica. I mean, I have followed you and been in a lot of your classes for quite a while. And yeah. It's amazing how you can keep the energy level up and, and the positiveness. It's, it, you know, every time I, I fall myself down, I go, oh, what would Marshall say? Oh, okay. I got to get better now. <laughs> You're kind. Hey, so I understand I, you, I had a, you had a challenge uh, recently. 
Yes. I understand that. What, wasn't there a fire in your life? Yes, there was. Back in last October, <clears throat> um, in a workshop behind the house, caught fire, burned into the house, pretty much destroyed everything we had, including every one of your programs that I bought from you. <laughs> everything was gone, destroyed. And for months, my wife and I were trying to figure out what we're even going to do in life. We didn't know where to go, where to live. But thank God, both of us had friends um, and they called us. And now we're down in Carlsbad, just around the corner from you almost, uh, just down the street from the airport. And we're now caretakers for this incredible 89-year-old lady. And I'll tell you, the freedom that it gave us with that fire was something I'd never expected. We thought we were just going to be devastated living in some trailer somewhere until the insurance companies were terrible. Let me tell you, they don't want to give you the time of day, no less fix anything or pay you. So no, they don't. That's we're, not we're kind of stranded for a while, but this opportunity opened up. And I'll tell you, it's, it's the best thing that happened to us in the moment. Now we are really putting our lives back together and making choices. What do we want to do from this point forward? And... I'll tell you, I, I love doing what I do. I love pe getting people out of debt. And for several times in my life, I have been 100% debt-free, houses, cars, everything. It's a feeling unlike, I can't even explain. It's like it, you have the freedom. Even if you have cash flow, like back in 2007, eight, nine, I was worth six and a half million dollars. And by 2009, I was worth nothing. The economy took down all my houses and corporations and crushed me. That sure did. And I swore that if I got back on track and put things life together, that I would teach people how never to do that again, to be 100% debt free and to stay debt free and only borrow money in corporations where you do not have a personal guarantee to it yeah. and grow an empire. But keep yourself clear, keep yourself in trust and keep yourself protected. So I love that. I love it. But people give me calls all the time. And how do I get out of this trouble? It seems like I always seem to have pretty good answers for them. So I love it. Lovely. What's your question of the day? The question of the day was that I put in there during this huge pandemic. I know Serenity Theater kind of like went by the wayside. But what did you do during this time? Because you're a person who deals with live people. And when that was taken away, I know it had to have been a super adjustment in your life. How did you stay focused and grow during the time when the economy was literally shut down? Good question. Yeah, Certainty Theater in Carlsbad that you visited me at, uh, we had two five-year leases on it. Uh, in 2020, we were about two years into the we're about a year and a half into the lease when i finished the construction just finished the ada bathrooms and in march of 2020 of course everything shut down yeah. uh live events got hit the hardest during the scandemic yes they and did. we couldn't do anything my landlord was still calling me up asking me for thirty-five thousand dollars a month for rent and i wasn't allowed to have anybody in the building so we contemplated a lot of things one of the things uh that we did is we didn't pay rent uh, the government said I couldn't use my building, and so we didn't pay rent. There was a moratorium. They couldn't kick anybody out. The 
we'd already done almost $800,000 worth of renovations in addition to the rent we'd already paid when all that happened. Fast forward a year and a half later, the restrictions start lifting. They start allowing people to come back. No six feet of distance, none of the nonsense and the BS that they put us through. And we went to reopen the theater, come to find out the theater was built in 1927 and it had no floor. It, it had a wood floor, but it had no foundation underneath the floor. Uh, somebody's foot went through the floor. It went right into dirt. And when we uh, opened it up, we realized that it was just wood over dirt. That's all it was. Well, the second challenge with the building is it was built in 1927 and it was a 300 person theater that had no framing either. It was just clay bricks stacked on top of each other. There's no frame in that building. And and while we could have gotten through COVID, probably worked something out with the landlord, the landlord was being extremely greedy and unfair. And then the, the last piece of weight for my decision-making process was the fact that the floor was breaking through and I was massively concerned that I was gonna put my children into a theater that every single day I had to wonder if there's an earthquake, are they in harm's way? And yeah. so I threw up my hands and I said, you know what, we're not gonna do this. You asked a bigger question. You said, how did I survive yes. during all the lockdown when I'm in the live events business? Yes, all of my live events canceled. Uh, we attempted to do virtual stuff like a lot of people does. Whether it's me or whether it's the content, I'm not really quite sure. I'm not suited for just remote delivery. I'm not suited for that. I really, as you know, because of the hypnosis, because of cold reading, because of everything I do in person, I really need to see people in person, which is why Turning Point has had the impact it's had, as you know, for over 40 years and why we've done so well. So I decided to reinvent myself. So your question is not only a great question, it's very timely. Part of the reason that I'm here is when COVID happened, I told my wife, I told Erica, I said, I'm done. I'm just, I'm just done. I've done enough. I've had my run. Let's just relax. And and it it took about a year and a half, almost two years before I told her, I said, I can't be done. I don't know how to be done. I don't want to be done. I, I want to do something, though, that nobody else can yank it out from underneath us. And so I said, I'm going to launch this broadcast. Now, that said, there's thousands of podcasts, Paul, as you know, and most of them, they shouldn't exist because nobody listens to them. Nobody watches them. And I feel really bad. You know, I've got moderate level of celebrity and it's hard for me to get an audience with a moderate level of celebrity. Hell, I'm giving away seventy five hundred dollars cash to someone that says the secret word guaranteed giving away silver. I'm doing stuff nobody's doing on those other shows. And I'm still I have a hard time because it's hard to gain audience. That said, I told my wife, I said, we are committed for 30 days. I am committed to giving away an ounce, a 10 ounce bar of silver every day for 30 days. And I'm committed to putting 5K minimum cash up for grabs every day for 30 days to see where it goes. Ultimately, this is what I want. Ultimately, we are going to, we're still looking for a new facility. We are going to put a full-blown video production facility that does live seminars and does live entertainment shows somewhere in Carlsbad. I'm looking for a facility around 30, 20, 30,000 square feet and uh, large warehouse space and also substantial parking. Parking is one of the most important features of the space. About 100 spaces would be ideal. So we'll, we'll reopen that. In the meantime, though, how did I survive? I just, yeah. I did creative projects. I, I wrote more chapters. I created more products. We launched a brand new 
product called MVP, which is massive volume presentations, teaching people, ironically, how do you crush it via the screen? How do you make sales remotely? How do you uh, make sure that when you're in a live environment, you're maximizing sales? And obviously, you've seen me close in person. You know, yes. we crush it. Yeah. So, so that's you. what I'm focused on. The one time that I and one of many times I was in your Turning Point show, you did something that I didn't think you could pull off. And I'll tell you, I was sweating probably as much as you were. You took your beautiful diamond watch and you gave it to this lady and said, give it to somebody in the audience. And don't tell me. And then you held her hand and walked around to find that watch by doing a pulse reading. I did. I'll tell you, <clears throat> I wasn't sure you could you could pull that one off. I mean, when you did, I was blown away. I mean, the, the mere movement of a slight pulse to trigger that this was the person who had my watch. I'll tell you. Well, you want to hear a funny I, I story? For you. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear a funny story about that, Paul? Yeah. I've done that hundreds of times. My watch, as you know, uh, in today's value is about a quarter of a million bucks. Yeah, I know. I bought, it, I bought I bought it for uh, $100,000. So regardless of what it's worth, it's worth $100,000. And I've done that many times. And yes, always sweated it. One time, I, because uh, we randomly select the person that hides the watch. One time, the randomly selected person, how do I say this? She was crazy. <laughs> she so I won't beat around the bush. She was she crazy. She, literally, her brain wasn't wired normally. And when she got the, the towel and she was the one that was going to hide the watch, I knew I was in trouble. Because uh, unfortunately, crazy people don't know the truth from a lie. And so they lie really well because they think it's the truth. And so I'm reading her pulse and I narrow it down to two people, except I cannot for the life of me figure out which one it is. And so I take a risk and I said, it's this one. Well, it wasn't. It was the one right beside them. I, I couldn't tell which of the two it was and I, I picked wrong. And so, you know, the prize was the watch, the $100,000 watch. And she... She gets the watch and I could tell she looked guilty taking my watch. She wasn't guilty. It was my offer. Except I said, look, that watch has more than just uh, more than just financial value. It's got sentimental value as well. Can I buy the watch back from you? And they giggled. They said, sure, for $100,000. I said, will you give me a discount? And they said, what do you have in mind? I said, I'll give you I'll either give you 20K cash today or I'll give you two tickets to Inner Circle which the tickets are worth at the time, $60,000 a piece, $120,000. Which would you like to do? The mom of the daughter was there. She instantly put her hand on the daughter's shoulder, said, we'll take the two seats. Thank you. And so it, it cost me $120,000 to get my watch back. But uh, yes, I haven't done it since. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it since. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll, so, I'll, so your I'll, answer, you know, your answer um, it, to the question you said, how did I survive during COVID when it yeah. shut down my world? It really did. And it shut down a lot of people's world. And I'm concerned they're going to attempt something similar. I don't think it'll be the same. They're going to attempt something similar this year because it's an election year. That's the whole reason everything shut down. It was an election year. They're going to attempt it again. I, I, I've already seen uh, 
chatter about it. They've mentioned that over in England, we've seen, you know, a new strain of COVID come back. And I went to the hospital to get my blood work done. They made me wear, a, they, they told me I needed to wear a mask. I refused. I didn't wear one. They told me I had to wear a mask again. They're going to do it again. So my belief is we got to play the hand that's dealt us no matter what. And then the second part of all that is we also have to recognize that everything happens for a reason and it serves us. Your house burning down, massive inconvenience, heartbreak on so many levels guaranteed, except you would not have found your current circumstance had you not gone through that. So I think people that are able to quickly surrender and find their lives perfect have an advantage. Yeah. And that's the advantage that you have. <clears throat> hey, brother, it's so great to see you pop up. I would love to have you and the wife come join us at Turning Point. I think it'd be a real good time for you. And if people I, want I, information on how to get rid of debt, how do they get hold of you? Just call Paul at gmail.com. Simplest thing in the world. Love just, just call Paul, Paul at gmail.com. Yeah. I like it. Hey, brother, you are totally loved. Give your beautiful bride a squeeze for me. And I look forward to seeing you at Turning Point Live, maybe in March in Vegas. Uh, probably not because we're taking care of this nice lady up here. But however, maybe one day I'll stop by your house if you if you let me back in again. <laughs> yeah, don't just stop by my house. I, I have guns. I know that. You have a gate there. <laughs> I do. Take care, brother. <laughs> Thank you. I love people. Yeah, I... I, I I want to warn you because we're in that time and, and we're in the vault. We haven't quite switched over to going to my personal platform. So we're still on other social media platforms. And I, I want to tell you, uh, be aware, something's about to happen. You know, somebody asked me the other day, do you who do you think is going to win the election, Biden or, or Trump? And I said, well, my prediction is Biden's not going to be in the election. Almost guaranteed not going to be in the election. We're watching stuff happen right now. And the stuff that we're watching right now in the media where they are letting uh, special counsels research into the mishandling of Biden's uh, top secret documents. They're, they're, they're throwing a lot of things at Biden right now. And we normally don't see that. We see mainstream media extremely protective. So my belief is that they are prefacing an exit. And here, mark my words, uh, sixth broadcast this is only number six shows uh, episode number six mark my words with this prediction they're going to find a reason for biden to bow out and how he's going to bow out is he's going to say you know i've already uh, committed 50 years of my life to the service of this country the wife and i jill and i were just going to take it easy and although there's a lot of requests for me to run for a second term i'm going to pass that's set and again, I, I'm going off the path a little bit before we take another call. I got a bunch of people in the studio and we'll get to at least one, if not two more of you in the studio very soon. But uh, my prediction is if indeed Biden says I'm not running, what's the protocol? The protocol is that the vice president runs. I don't care if I get thrown off over this one. Uh, our country is done if Kamala Harris ever ended up as president. Uh, she's vice president now, and in due respect, I haven't heard one intelligent thing come out of this human being's mouth. Nothing, ever. Uh, often, she's just barely uh, more coherent than Joe. Generally speaking, not at all. She babbles. And then she has this hyena laugh that she does that completely turns people off. So I don't think the general public would accept her as the nominee. 
And so uh, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Kamala's going to be the I don't think Kamala's going to be the candidate. Who do I think is going to be the candidate? Well, let's just say um Do I really go on record? <laughs> yes, here's what I think is going to happen. I, I think they're going to start to float and see how it goes. They're going to float Michelle Obama. They're going to float Michelle Obama. And um, my personal belief is that's that's my prediction. That's what's going to happen. They're going to they're going to float Michelle, and she has a high, they. I'm going to say they. They have a high likeliness of being our next candidate. So. Enough of the politics. I wasn't going to talk about politics today, so let's jump back into your calls. Got Frank holding in the holding tank, about to get on the air. And by the way, if I don't get you on the air today, uh, we note who's in the green room, and we will get you on the air first thing tomorrow, so your waiting is not in vain. But Frank, Levine, you are next on the air at Marshall Silver Live. Welcome home, friend. Awesome. Thank you very much. It's an honor to speak with you. I, I have been a fan of yours since I discovered you when you were on, um, I think you were on Ed Milet. Or Jordan Belfort, yeah. and I love yeah. the podcast. It was a great show. I actually went on online onto eBay, and I found like one of your old tape cassette things, and I was watching it. And it was actually somebody had, had you sign their like little booklet, and I was like, "That's so cool!" So I, yeah. I I'm very very excited to be here. So thank you. Uh, I'm You're welcome. How do you pronounce your last name? Lavinia. Lavinia. I knew yeah. I was wrong. That's okay. so. Uh, I've been called a lot worse in my life. I'm calling oh, from the good. Baltimore area, Baltimore DC well, area. And is yeah. the, are we on? Or do you have a CG background, or is that your desk? No, that is real. I I I'm a computer nerd, so. No doubt, man. You, you look like <laughs> Command Central there. <laughs> this there's so, nothing quite like like walking into this room and like being ready to work. You know. Yeah, no, no doubt. Your your lower third says AI nerd podcaster sales. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so I work for well, a big tech company, and like, um, I'm responsible for. Uh, I just found out I got a new job that I'll be responsible for selling in North America uh, more directly. So I think one of the things is that. I do a lot of presentations and stuff like that. I, I was, you were talking about doing something right for your kids. For me, I was very lucky that my, my parents put me in a school where they made us present all the time. So my public speaking skills have gotten good since I was 14 years old. Right. So like it. that, that has been a huge advantage in my life. And um, I, I took to kind of IT, computer sales and selling uh, because you know most computer people are not exactly people people if you get my drift and um, one of the things that I, I remember watching from I think it was a video clip I saw uh, from your infomercial uh, was you know how to how this how you can use these techniques of subconsciously and leading and, and kind of in that way to to be better at sales and like for me that is that is what I need to do because I'm good but I need to be better because we're not a we're not the big boys right when you think of an AI company we're on the second page of Google if you get my drift and yep. um, how do I what do I do now <laughs> basically like how do I use your kind of techniques and 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 kung fu as it will as it were and kind of like study in a in, in your dojo yeah so you're working for somebody else mm hmm yeah, that's I do okay. I do my base is about uh two hundred and um I can get a good bonus depending on the year, you know, could could be double that. Yeah, and and um your lower third also says sales. Yes. 
So are you selling for the company? Is that what I am doing? selling for the company in preparation to kind of have my own side gig, right? I'm trying to like train up and learn because I just know what's, that. What's, what's the product? Well, the product is a artificial intelligence software uh, that is based largely in open source. And we offer, you know, because if you go with any of the big players like the Microsoft, the Amazons, they make you run your stuff on their systems. We let you run your stuff anywhere. And that is that is very important with privacy regulations and things like that becoming more the norm. Sure. We offer a type of flexibility no one else really does. What is the name of the company? Red Hat. And tell me what somebody would do with the Red Hat software. So Red Hat started making Linux popular. If you heard of that, they're the ones that yep. really didn't invent it. They made it popular. Uh, what you would do is you basically use a, uh, another technology that they have called OpenShift, which lets you run um workloads on like on, on a bunch of computers kind of like what i have right so you, you have the ability to kind of now take that ability to do this kind of this uh, scalable computer system and then now run artificial intelligence workloads on it right so if you look at all the amazing things that are done in ai at the end of the day it's just a lot of computers crunching out numbers so we help make that possible I mean, you have the flexibility of running on, on computers that you own uh, as a company usually like a big server farm or you can you know, go to Google, Amazon, Microsoft, and kind of rent the compute uh, power from them. So is Red Hat just enterprise level? Yeah, pretty much. Got it. So you're mostly dealing with just big companies. Large companies. IBM bought Red Hat a few years back. So it's kind of like in that, you know, it's not, um, it's not a, you know, mom and pops probably wouldn't use that software, right? You would have to be kind of in a large enterprise company. And I know and, that the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I know these enterprise sales cycles tend to be long. There's a lot of personalities, there's a lot of a lot of hands you got to shake. And I just figure that you know if I can if I can do if I can ace every interaction, I'll ha I'll ace the year, and that's going to mean big financial success for me. You talked about a side deal, so I, clearly you're an mm -hmm. entrepreneur at heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you weren't working for the company you're working for, what would you be doing? I would probably be an independent consultant. Uh, probably an independent trainer. Um, my friend and co-host on my podcast, he, that's what he does. And he has a level of flexibility and freedom that I kind of admire. I mean, at the, at, there is a cost of risk to that. I, I get that. And I think for me, it's mostly fear, right? Like it's, it's the fear of that jump to you're self-employed, right? And there's a freedom there too, right? Like you, you get to control your destiny, but there's also that fear of, you know, I got, you know, I, I get a pretty good, you know, food in my dog bowl, as it were, but I'm not like wild and free. So if you weren't working for this company, um, would you be just doing training and, and podcasting? Is that what you? Yeah, would? probably. And then speaking at events, I like that. I, I spoke at a, at, a, at a company event a couple of weeks ago and I liked it. I forgot how much I liked that. And with the COVID shutdown, you know, there wasn't really a lot of uh, tech conferences either. And so like I, I, I uh, was thinking about doing a, a technology events business before COVID. And then when COVID, I just, thank, thankfully I procrastinated long enough. Then <laughs> um, I just didn't get launched before COVID. And that was kind of a, kind of a blessing in disguise, I guess, for me. Um, sometimes my procrastination saved me. Um, but, um, but I just thinking kind of like beyond this, right. You know, I'm getting older and we all get older, right. When technology yeah. companies are notoriously age discrimination factories. 
Um, and I kind of see the writing on the wall. I myself, I have three kids and, you know, ranging from one to like 14. So like, I kind of like, you know, I want them to, if not go to college, have the option to go to college. I don't want money to be an issue in their life. Like it was in mine growing up. So I, and I, and I know that realistically, um, entrepreneurship is and investing and kind of getting financially independent is a big part of that. And I'm trying to work two plans at once. Right. But I figure if I could sell, if I could sell yeah. at the enterprise software level, I will have enough Kung Fu, so to speak. Uh, I love Kung Fu movies um, <laughs> that I'll be, I'll be able to do can sell anything theoretically. Yeah. So that's what appeals to me. Like I saw like some of the things you did, you know, there was this one video clip online where it's like, um, uh, you were pretending to be a real estate agent. You're like this home that you are going to love and you're going to want or something like that. And then you open a door. Like yeah. it was just like, Oh wow. That's so cool. Like so these subtle linguistic shifts can blow things up. Yeah. Ultimately everything's hypnosis and everything matters. And when people start understanding if they're not getting the result they're seeking, there's probably a reason. Uh, many years ago I was doing a tour of arenas, you know, 12, 15,000 people per event. And we'd been on the road for two weeks. I'd been living out of, out of a suitcase for two weeks and I ran out of suits. And I, because we were traveling so much, I hadn't had a chance to get my suits to the dry cleaner and get them back. And so I'm in Raleigh and I'm about to get on stage in Raleigh and we've got 15,000 people in the room and I'm out of clothes. And so I normally wear a double-breasted green suit to my preview. Every time, uh, you know, people can call me a can call me superstitious or conspiracy theorist. I've tested it. That particular color currency green suit closes best at a preview, I believe, because it's the color of money. And I think that's the subconscious signal going off for people. So I run out of clothes and I have my personal clothes. And one of my personal outfits is gray cashmere slacks and a finely tailored custom made blue periwinkle jacket, double-breasted, got these, I, I had it custom made, had these beautiful antique silver buttons up and down the sides. So I go out, I do my presentation, the crowd goes nuts. I, they're bonkers over me, they love me. I know I'm going to crush. I go back to the green room, I'm sitting in the green room, I'm waiting for the sales reports to come back. The guy comes back, tells me what the sales are in my, and I'm, I'm floored, they're horrible. They're just not good. Whenever something happens, the first thing I do is I ask what was different? What was different? And I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm thinking nothing was different except what you're wearing. Why would your blue periwinkle jacket and gray pants make such a difference? And then I realized I look like a Union soldier and I'm in the deep south. Don't think they forgot on a subconscious level who lost that battle. They remember those Union soldiers are the enemy. And I look like the enemy, not just the color, even the buttons up the side. I look just like a Union soldier. And I don't think people understand how deep subconscious triggers go. You know, I, I can be working with somebody and I could be uh, as you need to using every different tool belt in my in my arsenal. And if I'm not getting somewhere, there's something I don't know. And so when you come to, have you been to Turning Point? No, I haven't. Oh my God, you're going to love it. As far as learning about sales, you're going to watch me at Turning Point do something that will boggle you. I'm going to teach on the second day. It's my favorite part of the course. 
I'm going to spend the whole morning explaining sales, explaining language patterns, explaining how powerful this stuff is, that it's literally irresistible. And then when I get done teaching, I'm going to have one person in the audience stand up that has not bought from me. I made a, an offer of $4,000 the night before. They didn't buy. And so what I'll do is I'll have somebody who didn't buy stand up and I'll say, please tell me the reasons you didn't buy from me yesterday. And they'll tell me here, you know, this, 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 and this. I'll use the process that I just taught right there on the spot. And I will close that person. And if they're with their spouse, I'll close them both. But I'll close that person on the spot. They will stand up from their chair while I'm talking to them. They will walk back to the back live in front of the audience. And they will put down their credit card or their check or their cash and buy from me on the spot. And I do it right there because I want people to see this is not theory. This works 100% of the time with a qualified prospect. And when I do it, I can see the jaws just go. Because they just watched me put myself at stake live in front of a room and close. When you come to Turning Point, I'm going to give you two tickets. You got to oh, come as you. soon as you can. Okay. You're going to love it. It will it will double minimum double your sales percentages instantly. And you That's will end awesome. up you you think you like me now? You're going <laughs> to love me after you get to turning point. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, sir. This is awesome. Like I again I I, I found every podcast or virtually everyone I could find that you've been on from the insurance salespeople to this. And I'm like, I'm just like taking in like a sponge, like all your wisdom. So well, I'd be you're, awesome you're, honored. That's a beast, brother. Go, go make tons of bananas, man. Have fun. Yes, sir. Will do. Take Thank care, you. Brother. You bet. I'm Marshall Silver. You are totally loved. And we're coming to the end of another show. Always fun. We had some great callers on the show today. Uh, we had Herb, Dominic, Paul, and you just heard from Frank. So you know the drill. Today, you must now vote, vote for your favorite call. Uh, and good calls today, too. So vote for your favorite call. Tomorrow morning on the show, first thing, we will announce who won the 10 ounces of pure silver and uh, more. Hey, nobody won the money today. Nobody won. Nobody said a secret word. And I was throwing a lot of hints out. I, I kind of thought maybe I had thrown too many out and somebody was going to do it. Started talking about all the, I, I see your vote. And yeah, vote in the chat who you think should win. Herb, Dominic, Paul, or Frank. Herb from Texas talking about uh, how do you become a trainer? How do you get more clients? Dominic also talking about his personal training business, Paul uh doing debt consolidation debt relief and then finally uh just chatted with frank about motivation and about sales so nobody said the secret word of the day today so let's open the envelope and see what the secret word was told you about going to the zoo watching the monkeys hump told you about uh, i said you know you got to play bigger than a monkey when you play what's bigger than a monkey well secret word of the day that's bigger than a monkey the secret word was gorilla gorilla since nobody got the secret word that means tomorrow Another secret word of the day for $8,000. So be sure to come back and visit me. You are totally loved. Make it the best day of your life. We've got a cool show for you tomorrow, so be sure to tune in. Until we meet again, tell at least three people today that you love them. Shock them because you don't know how many times a day they hear it, if at all. 
Uh, I'm Marshall Silver. Glad to celebrate life with you. Remember, you must appreciate where you are now because where you're at later will be where you're at now then. We'll see you soon. God bless everybody.